Thank you and good morning. I'm here this morning with Superintendent Brian Polito. Thanks again for joining us. And Assistant Superintendent B. Hamersky, thanks again, B, for being here. Um, before we start, as we, we know, there was the tragedy over the weekend with the five children dying in the fire. And um, this Facebook Live was scheduled well before that, but Superintendent, I thought you might want to talk about that a little bit because those, some of those children were students at the school sure. district. So. They were, and it's such a tragic event. Uh, just uh, on behalf of the entire district, want to send my deepest condolences to the families that were affected by this fire um, and let everyone know also that the district does have uh, counselors and other professional support available to anybody that needs it. Um, if anybody has any issues or concerns, they can certainly contact any of the schools to, to get that assistance. And that will be available at the beginning of the school year as well? Yes, it will. So for any classmates or of the students, they'll be able to get that counseling. That's correct. Maybe would you like to say anything more about that? No. Again, we feel um, very saddened by the, the circumstances that have occurred, and we are here to support the families and the friends of um, the victims and their families. And then if there's any more information on that, we'll be at, we'll... We'll have a release on it or we'll get that out in the online and in the paper so thank you for that so here we are again another new uh new school year upon us this will be what your third correct as superintendent start of the third year yes so a lot going on this year as there has been yeah a lot the, going on um it, it's much more positive than it has been in the past years this is i think the first year that that we're not facing some type of financial crisis or closing schools or some type of fire at the beginning of the year. So uh, we've been doing a lot of planning this year. We are in our second year of our strategic plan. So we're, we're full bore moving ahead with implementation on that plan and have a lot of different things uh, moving forward at this point. So if we can start, um, Superintendent and Assistant Superintendent, if we can just start with um, Erie High, and the story over the weekend in the Erie Times News about you have a new principal there and some new programs happening. Of course, that's your largest school. It is. Um, so if you can just talk a little bit about um, maybe the, the new principal and then B, if you can talk about some of the pathways that are going on there. So if you want to start. Sure. We have a, a new team there led by Donnie Orlando. He's a long-term principal here in the district. He spent 12 years at Wilson. Uh, recently transitioned into the coordinator of um, alternative programming for a short time and is now taking the helm of our, our biggest school, Erie High. Uh, we, he also is, is bringing with him a, a pretty pretty new team at Erie High with, as far as the administrative group is, and they have a lot of great ideas. I, I, I see a lot of good things coming out of that school this year. They're very forward-thinking. Uh, they want to move the district forward and, and really develop a sense of community in Erie High. And one of the things that um, Mr. Orlando and I spoke a lot about was the pathways at Erie High. So if you can just explain what those are, and then I know he said that he likes students to really kind of choose a route or a pathway, you know, going into their sophomore year so they have an idea of what they want to study. And then certainly by the end of their high school career, you want them to have an idea of what they want to do afterward. But if you can talk about the five pathways at Erie High and and how those work and, and how they were developed. Sure. Uh, so prior to Mr. Orlando coming in, uh, the state has shared that there are the five pathways that we would be developing for career readiness for all students. So those five pathways are pretty secure and we've been working with the administration and the teachers to really 
delineate some of the pieces that a student would need to take in order to graduate in that pathway. So what Mr. Orlando is doing is getting very deep into those so that every student who comes in as a freshman has an opportunity to see all five pathways. Then as a sophomore they, they make the determination of what it might be. Each pathway has pieces that could be college ready, could be a career ready right away and getting a wonderful job right out of high school with certifications. And he's working with our director of uh, career and tech, Pam Makowski, so that our career and tech is infused in those pathways. So every pathway would be very, very uh, organized and giving our students and their families a chance to really look at each of the pathway, see what a student would be excited about, and then work towards what does the student need to take in order to become certified or moving towards a, a career in those pathways. And some of the pathways um, be would be um, like health sciences or what, what are some of the what are Correct. Some of the There's one on human services. There's one on uh, computer and business. There is one on, um, um, I'm trying to think, uh, the five pathways. Uh, there's one, the, the, the services which would include uh, health and uh, nursing and in that field the one on the computer and technology there's one on health and wellness uh, there is one on engineering and then there is one on um, uh, one on communications and communications, like. law enforcement, and then right. that in that strand as well. They're all actually they're on our website, uh, and <laughs> I didn't right. bring I, them I, with me, right. but they're all on our website if you're interested, or you could even call the school to hear exactly which pathway uh, we have available. And you have the aviation program there now too. Correct. Right. We have aviation. We have the maritime with mm -hmm. the transportation uh, part of that as well. We so, have a sure. Why is there only one high school and how many kids per teacher? Well, there's two high schools. There's Erie High and Collegiate Academy, and it was a result of the uh, merger three years ago. That's you right. We, uh, you know, we had um, four high schools uh, a couple years ago, and as a result of our financial issues and, and the excess capacity we had in our buildings, we had to consolidate down to school two schools. Um, that did not affect class size at all. We still maintain a class size in e each of our classes between 25 and, and 30 students. Uh, many of those classes are actually smaller, uh, especially some of those elective courses. Uh, so again, it, it is a big building, but um, it's uh, really uh, has uh, reasonable class sizes and that what we're doing with the pathways um, and especially this year is really trying to make smaller learning communities within that building uh, so that there's more of a sense of, of belonging. In terms of some other um, changes, a couple of years ago there was some changes with transportation. I received a question earlier in the week, preparation for this. Are there any changes in transportation there, this year? Uh, we're continuing to work with EMTA. Uh, they they put together, they had a strategic plan done as well and have determined that they, they would like to eliminate some of the elementary runs mm -hmm. over the next several years. So our transportation department right now is working with them to, to implement that. I, I don't think we're going to see too many changes this year, maybe one or two new yellow buses. Uh, our hope is that by the end of this calendar year that, that 
EMTA and the district come together and, and do a five-year plan for that transition, though. So when you talk about EMTA eliminating routes, those would be picked up by the school district in terms of yellow yeah. buses so that yeah. the same rules would apply in terms of distance from school and who's and, yes. and, and which students are eligible for, for bus service. That's correct. So, okay. Another question. Uh, will you be promoting voter registration this year and every year after in both of the two high schools? That's that's something we do do through our um, our social studies course. Is that correct? Yes, and then we do have it available at lunchtime. So if um, at each building, if anyone is interested, then they can uh, go to the table and uh, they're there with the applications and the voter registration information. That's something you've done for years, right? Yes, that, we have. There. Start of school after Labor Day this year for the first time in a long time. Can you explain the reasoning behind that? A couple reasons. We uh, we do have some construction projects going on this year, so we wanted to have a little more time to get those done. Uh, but as part of our strategic plan, one of our big initiatives is improving attendance and reducing truancy. And we, we found that there was a number of students, uh, pretty significantly significant number of students that were not going to school before Labor Day so we thought we'd try this this year and if it's successful in increasing attendance then we'll continue it in, into the future. And then um, is there still time to register kindergarten students or is we're getting close here? Absolutely. Um, sooner the better. We want, we want the students registered so that uh, when they start school, when they go to school on the first day there, there's no issues. If, if um, we need to make sure that parents do come down and register at our central office. Um, they can't go to the building at this point to do the registration, so just want to encourage all families that if you haven't registered to please come down to our office on 22nd and SAS and, and complete that process. And then the, the parents or the guardians should bring the immunization information as well? Correct. When they, when they register? That and uh, making sure we know their, um, where they live and a proof of ID uh, for them that they are um, in that location. Okay, we go to the central, right, the yes. central administration building at 21st and <coughs> Sassafras. 21st and Sass, yes. All right, okay, for that. You talked about construction, a lot going on this summer. Um, a lot of those projects will be done by the start of the school year. The stadium, little going into the um, fall a little bit, September, yeah. but what what can we expect in terms of things that are start that will be starting in the uh, you know in this in this school year in terms of construction? We uh, this year we're going to be focusing on Erie High and Collegiate. Both of them have a lot of structural work that needs to be done both outside and inside. At Collegiate, uh, they will be focusing on focusing on um, some of the structural work on the outside, uh, replacing the roof. Uh, we're hoping through this renovation process that we'll also be able to reclaim some of the space that has been abandoned, uh, including the, the second gym and the pool area, which will be converted in, into classroom space. At, at, at Collegiate? At Collegiate. And in Erie High, we're, we're planning on doing some renovations to the wings, the A and B wing. Uh, which were right next to the fire. We're, we're hoping to address a number of heating and ventilation issues in there, uh, give them a refresh, and also uh, replace the windows. At, at Erie High? At Erie High, yes. Um, and then what about the uh, swipe cards, the security swipe card system? Is that going to be coming soon? That is. I don't think we're going to have it done by the start of school year, but we did uh, award bids on that and are in the process of coordinating that work. And once again, that will allow um, 
staff they'll have to swipe to get into the building and that one you you had some issues about maybe doors being left open, and yes. you want to eliminate that problem that's right so anything else on construction uh, the only other thing that, that is good news out of Harrisburg is that there's going to be some renovation dollars available. Uh, so we're right now in the process of evaluating that. They, they could be pretty significant, so that should extend our capital dollars much further than we anticipated. And then in terms of the stadium, that will be done in, by mid-September? That's the plan at this point. We, we think we don't think that there's going to be any disruptions past that. And then the turf's supposed to arrive this week, I believe. August 15th, 15th is when it's going and to they'll start rolling it out, yes. and it'll have those logos on it yes, all it set will. and be ready to go. And then the stadium's been painted already, right. and they're doing some other work there. Yeah, I'm real excited. It looks great in there. They, they took care of all the, the issues with the concrete, uh, fresh coat of paint. If anybody's driven by, it's a lot brighter than it used to be. And again, we're all excited about the new logo and look of the turf. Assistant Superintendent, let's talk a little bit about the curriculum, because you have new curriculum for math and English and language arts. Correct. Can you explain, if you can talk about math first. Sure. So both in math and in uh, ELA, we have for pre-K through five, a brand new curriculum. And uh, for the math, it is looking at the um, really getting hands-on, rigor, making students understand what they're doing, not just the algorithm, but really understanding the math concepts that we need to ha have our students understand for the uh, language arts. The language arts piece also infuses knowledge base, which is science and social studies, so the students get pretty excited about it, as well as the regular basic skills that they need for learning how to read. So that's one of our biggest things in our elementary schools, in our middle school, they're continuing working on our math we will be hopefully next year getting a new math series and they're reviewing the English as well there so we can see how we can continue the work that their elementary is doing all of our uh, pathways that we've talked about earlier are we have the electives still happening in our classrooms we have in our buildings for our, our middle school and then all of the work that we're planning to do in the high school to continue giving students and an opportunity to do what they are passionate about and become good citizens and have a career when they leave Erie Public Schools. It's been quite some time since you've had new curriculum for elementary school. Yes, it has. 16 years for our, our literacy, and it's been about eight years for the math. And uh, we've worked out with our staff the what professional development our teachers will have and infused it right into the full school year. So they are, are going to be trained the first week while uh, the teachers are back in some of the math. They've already been trained in literacy. And then a month or two into the school year, we're going to have the continued work where we sit down, talk about how it's going, what, what else might they need, do they need extended uh, professional development, and that will happen all year long this coming year. And this curriculum is part of the strategic plan. You can talk about that a little bit, Superintendent, in terms of how all this fits into what you've been working on. Yeah, this is, again, a, a really helping align what, what we're teaching with the state standards and really utilizing data to, to drive our decision-making process. Um, in addition to the, the new curriculum, we've also instituted building level plans where the, the building and their leadership teams actually 
design plans that are aligned with the strategic plan. Uh, we have non-negotiables that they have to do goals for, for academics and behavior, and this year we're also adding uh, for community service. So all our students will be engaged in some type of community service this year. Um, and then throughout the year with the curriculum, uh, we, we have a number of different assessments that we give and we analyze that on a quarterly basis as, as a group um, and individually at the building level. So we, we continue to monitor and adapt what we're doing as we, as we move through the year. Question from uh, Facebook. Is there any plan to remodel the Fred Belitnikoff sign in front of the high school? It should say Erie High or Royal. Actually, we have been discussing that over the last week. Uh, uh, we uh, have a couple proposals on the table right now, so I would expect uh, families to see something really soon on that. Also, um, a big change going into the new school year is the Eagle's Nest um, program um, that Bishop Brock and worked on with you. Can you talk about that a little bit and how that's going? And that's um, that's uh, driven out of the strategic plan as well and something that we've actually been talking with Bishop Brock about for a number of years. Uh, but this again just provides students with alternative pathways to success and that's really what we're trying to do is instead of uh, forcing our students to adapt to our system, we're trying to adapt our system to ensure that all students uh, have a pathway to, to graduation. And how many students um, is it 72? Is that the max? For? 72 is the max. And how's the enrollment going for I, that? I think we're in the mid-40s at this point. Uh, I think we, we still have about 30 slots left to go. So if you're if parents are interested in that, you can can talk to the uh, school district about, yes. about that and as all, well. Yes, all that information is on our website as well. Okay. And then there's also been a lot going on with the charter schools. So you had yes. the, the Erie Rise um, renewal, and then um, that, of course, that happened last week. And so the district, the board has, they must wait 30 days from Wednesday's hearing to make a decision, but it could take longer than that. It could, it could. Uh, the um, all the. Uh, the hearing process is over at this point where uh, you know we presented our data and the area rise presented theirs at this point now it's uh, the board is in the process of really reviewing that data uh, the testimony as well as the public comment and through this 30-day period then uh, we also will continue to accept public comments so I would encourage anyone that uh, wants to weigh in on that uh, to please come to one of our board meetings and, and share your thoughts we certainly heard from a lot of people on that on that topic, especially have, last yes. uh, last yes. Wednesday, so um, and that that could be resolved in any number of ways. I mean, the, the board could renew, the board could vote for non-renewal, or you could reach some kind of agreement as you did before with that. That's correct. And yes. those are those options are those all are right. options are all on the table, and that's really what the board is deliberating at this point. Okay. In terms of the start of school, is there anything else that parents need to know about um, you know this new school here? I think just a reminder again that school doesn't start till after Labor Day. It's September 3rd. So, um, I, again, I think we're going to see a, a lot of changes at the elementary level. As, as B mentioned, we have some new curriculum, um, and then uh, several of the buildings have had some renovations this summer. Not not so much that there's going to be noticed, but still, um, you know, we're moving to make sure that our buildings are warm, safe, and dry. 
And did you have anything to add? Uh, the other thing would be that we are having meet and greets that first week that teachers come back to school. And if you wanted to know what the school your your child's going to when they have it, you could either call the school or it's on our website, or you could call the superintendent's office, my office, and uh, 874-6015. And uh, we'll be there to support you and your family. Uh, again, a reminder, if you have not registered for school or if you're transferring from another um, city or another area you need to come to 148 West 21st Street and uh, bring the information if you need any information about it most of it is on the website so you can look through that and get that information and can I add just one thing sure. real quickly too? I think going back to the question that we received about high schools we do have a couple other options for high school students um, that are available on our website we have our credit recovery program that is occurring down at Emerson Gridley that's a blended a cyber program where students take this, the online courses but then get supplemental instruction from some teachers. Uh, we also have our cyber program that, that is um, housed at Emerson Gridley and then this year we're also starting a, uh, a credit recovery program and a GED program uh, in, in uh, partnership with the Booker T. Washington Center. So there's a number of different options out there. If, uh, again, if students don't feel that they'd be successful in the uh, regular classroom, uh, those options are also available as well. Thank you, Superintendent. Thank you, Assistant Superintendent. And we wish everyone a, um, a healthy and productive start to the new year. It's a new school year.